podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Sam Keir, host of Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. For the past 12 months, I've been talking to T20 star David Visa, getting his take from behind the scenes at the IPL, the 100 and the rest of the world's biggest leagues. That's the Donnelly view system deal. There's no <laughs> ways in my mind that was up. These guys don't know how to win at this stage. He had his driver pick him up in his Bentley. People start chanting your name. You kind of have to pinch yourself. Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts. Sport Social. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash FML FPL. Okay! Welcome to FML FML Field Cup group stage is over. Absolute disaster of a game week over as well. <laughs> What's up, dude? Yeah, I mean, today was carnage. It was just left and right. Every every five minutes, something horrible happened. <laughs> like, to to us an, or someone in Slack or someone on Twitter. It's just like... Whether it it's clean wild. sheets gone, own goals in, it was just every five minutes something bad. But yeah, benchings, everything. Yeah, we made it out on the other side but let's do cup update and then we'll get into things okay so the cup group stage is over everyone's played their three matches next game week so for game week 26 we're doing the play-in round right yep so the play-in round is the top 10 teams that didn't finish first or second in their group so don't have automatic don't aren't automatically going through they're going to be in there along with some of the bottom second place teams just to play in to get into the big bracket of 128 teams, like tournament, single elimination tournament style bracket. Yeah, we just had too many entrants and we have to have like that round number to have a good four quadrant bracket so that we had an even number and everything. So, yeah, it's just kind of a little, math. little clunky. Yeah, maths, a little clunky, but we're, uh, we're going to do the play in round. So, anyone who's like the first seeds are auto buy this week. And then, like you mentioned, half or so of the second-place teams are going to be in the playing round with some other squads to, to make it into the, the full bracket, which will start in Game Week 27. Right. So just, we'll, up, we'll update it by Friday, the spreadsheet. Just check it out, um, and, and you'll see where you're at if you advance. Good, good for you, and if not, fuck you. <laughs> well, we both advanced. How'd you do this week? Um, finished up on 52, hit accounted for. Small red down 2K to 22K. Um, I mean, Pope saved me today, big time. The pen save was just the hugest thing ever. And then, you know, Mo did it for me yesterday, Captain Mo. Big swing with the Aguero goal. Obviously, I don't have him, but that was pretty much eight points for everyone else who does have him. So that was probably about, you know, I probably would be like 16K or so if he finished up on two points. Yeah, but you're I, probably I on a green arrow if you blame A hundred right? 100% green. Yeah. I mean, he was capped by almost like 50% of the top 10K. There's, I would have definitely had a green arrow. Yeah. But that's the way it goes. I, the fucking Kuhn goal is a really weird one. Foster kind of like came out into no man's land. It was a very strange thing. But anyway. It was anyways, a nice finish, though. Yeah, it was a nice finish. Um, and, you know, I had Sterling do a good job. Um, Bernardo, very soupy, but very sad today. He looked pretty good from highlights. I didn't watch the game, but. Yeah, he had that one shot at yeah. like 70, 70-ish minutes or something. That looked a good one, but yeah. I, yeah, I mean, 
I don't know. I mean, like I said in Lambs, it's just like at his price, he's playing in the front three for City. Like they score a few goals every game. So, yeah, he should run into stuff. Yeah, he should run into some points and assists and things like that. So I'm happy to have him for a little bit. And the, the I was a little nervous yesterday bringing him in with all the Mares flurry, but thankfully he didn't move. So, you know, Bernardo looks pretty set to be in there for, you know, at least four or so game weeks if Sané out for six weeks. So I'm happy to have him. Uh, good value, especially I was also looking at uh, David Silva and he fucking went off injured today. Thank God I dodged that bullet. And then maybe I think maybe most satisfying transfer of the season, Bodker Christensen out for Walker for a hit for a plus one point from the happiest extra point I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> the, fa- the fact that Christensen just fucked off and died in like minute eight was, I was so happy. And it- it's just so un- I'm so happy. It's unbelievable. It's a ring, such an ring cone thing. on Slack that is Christensen the worst FBL asset fucking ever. Like <laughs> he is. He actually is. It's and he got the same points as like Alonzo and yeah, Espel yeah. and everyone, but it's just the way that it the keeps way that happening. happens. It's back to back to back games. He's off yeah. fifty seven minutes, fifty seven minutes, twenty seven minutes. It's I th- yeah, it's impossible. I thought- I thought the Slack server, like we would break the Slack server because yeah. 15 to 25 people that weren't chatting during the game just immediately came in and were freaking out about Christians. Yeah. And then they just left. And then they just left. Yeah, they're <laughs> so just like, funny. are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I mean, I was asked right there with them. But I want to kind of skip ahead a little bit because it's well, just. Wait, what about your team? No, your yeah, team? yeah. I'm just going to ask you because I've been thinking about this and. And Bernardo and Sané just made me think about it right now, kind of jumping ahead. But are you worried at all about like for how Pep and City are going to treat Champions League, seeing as they don't need to do anything in the league and they're just going to win it by default at this point? Like, yeah, do, but- do you think he's like a hundred percent nailed for the league, like two, three weeks from now, even when Sané still hurt? I mean. It's tough because it's, I mean, yes, obviously he's going to prioritize Champions League with groups starting very soon. But if you look at the squad, like, I'd be more concerned that he's going to rotate in, like, central midfield because he has, like, Gundogan, like, actual good players. But yeah. with Sané out, they didn't bring anyone in. Like, what do they have, some fucking children? Yeah, just children. Backup? That like, would be, like, what he would do if, yeah, if so, this thing comes off, yeah. Bernardo's played negative minutes all year, so I feel like he could probably ride him for you know a month or two and play him a little heavier minutes than normal. I, I mean, they have a couple of big games: Arsenal, Chelsea coming up. It's just one of those things where you know I'm not. It's like when we're talking about like potential blank game week in yeah, six game yeah. weeks. Like I'm not going to bring in someone on a good team because they're blanking in six game weeks. You know, it's like totally. Yeah, it's. it's I don't want to speculation, and no yeah. one knows. It's just something that was like on my mind earlier yeah. no, today. It, yeah, it's definitely a concern, and it's definitely something that like bringing in Walcott. You don't have that concern. He's playing every game as right. long as he's not injured, right. but. I just don't like the idea of avoiding players from good teams just because they're in another competition. Right. You know, so. how that how that Salah pen feel? Uh, reliving it was just uh, so good. It was yeah. So good. Salah on pens. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there's no one who doesn't really have him, but it's still just so great. But, um, it just makes him so much more of a steady captaincy option to have that in your the back of your mind. Like, I mean. 
Liverpool were awful against Huddersfield. They didn't create anything in open play, and then he just snatches the pen at the death, like right before he su- got subbed off. Yeah, it was like eighty seventh in- minute or some shit. It was so yeah. late. Yeah, yeah, it was like five or so minutes before he subbed off. Like it just saved life. So that was great. Huge. How'd you do? Um, pretty big. Right? I mean, only down twenty six k. So I'm still top one hundred k, which is good. Um, considering the week, like I. It felt like a way worse week, but then you look around and pretty much everyone had a bad week. Like I had 43 points, which is very bad, but I mean, there's just not that many guys who did well. I mean, my only guys who return is the problem are the guys that everyone owns. Like my only returns in my entire 15 were Salah, Sterling, and Captain Kuhn. So that just like barely dragged me over the line to just not have like a catastrophic week. And everything else was awful. Like, no cleans, no... I transferred in Shaq for Arnie, which... Kind of immediate regret with just, like, Theo popping off and Lingard retaining his spot and Ive and Stan. I was just like, fuck, why did I get Shaq? But I have faith he'll come through. But, um... Yeah, I mean, Christensen... I was (laughs) totally lost for words with him. Like, totally. Like, I've been very patient this season... It, like just as a whole, like <laughs> barely taking any hits, like rash transfers, rage transfers, but it's just, it's just unbelievable. It's, just, it's, so it's like funny. It, they just keep getting so many clean sheets, and he just never gets the points. Yeah, it's just he's just insane. It's insane. He's four uh, points in the last six game weeks combined, and, and they have four started, clean sheets in them. Four of them, <laughs> and, and they, they, ha- four, they have four clean sheets in the last six, and he has four total points. Yeah, that's just that's all you need to say. Like it's unbelievable. You could not possibly make this up. Like it's just he's just got to go. And it's one of those like what is it, sunk cost fallacy or something? Where I, I have this feeling of dread, where I'm like, as soon as I transfer him out, he's going to just start starting and getting cleans. But at this point, so, it's just yeah. like. It doesn't matter. Like, I just, I went from loving him like two months ago to absolutely despising him. Yeah, I mean, I'm just tr- remembering like, what, like, what I wrote in Lambs. It was just the same. I've had these feelings like bubbling up to the point where I just couldn't handle it anymore. And I, like, I purpose, we all, me and you, like, privately talk about our moves like here and there, but I purposely like didn't bring it up to you because I knew you would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, they're playing Bournemouth. Yeah, taking a hit like for David a defender. Lu- yeah, like David Luiz is hurt. Like, what are you talking about? He's nailed. I just knew, yeah, I knew you would just like say you're dumb, but I was like, I need to just like do this for me. Like, yeah, <laughs> just like don't just get let me like drink a little more, like whatever. It's like, yeah, no, you yeah. did it. You did a good thing. I'm very jealous, but yeah, I, I mean, it. I'm sad here with. Jones is negative two. Akbana hasn't gotten me more than two points in like a long ass time. Duffy's terrible. Christensen can't last. And I have Danilo. Like my defense is hilarious right now. Yeah. A lot of not good guys in there. Yeah. But I'm three and oh in the we'll cup. Got a bye week. You, next wait, week you in the won cup. with fucking forty three points? I won by one. Oh my god, you're a fucking did we did you stack the group and put yourself in some fucking shit? I didn't even group? make the groups. Come oh, on, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> got you there, but oh, yeah, no, it's a lucky win. But I would have gone through anyway, so whatever. Um, all right, all right, all right. That's where I'm at. So let me shout out January Prize League Mug League winner Lads on Torre 
aka Alex Kreswick, the Kiwi, is beating out Bearded Messi by just one point. One point. One fucking point. I mean, like, there's a slight chance that when it everything finishes updating, it's wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's him by one point. Did you check the hits for the first week of the month? I did not check the hits for the first week of the month. Whoa, yikes. Yeah, so it might not be him. It might okay. be fucking egg on my face, but I'm pretty sure it's him, and that's a good job by him. And then shout out the uh, top of the FML field, public league leader Clark Hutchinson taking sole possession from Tor, Rip Tor. All right, where do you want to where do you want to kick off? I mean, I want to kick off with Ars Cast. Oh God, Ars Cast. Okay, yeah, Why, dude, Ars Cast. I mean, we got Abby in ten five. They, you know, oh, they I didn't see look, his price. They put ten five. Yep. yep. You know, they look great against Swansea. You expect <laughs> them to look great against a, like you know a relegation team, so they're ripe for investment. Mick hit hit the ground running. Huge haul. He missed a very be... good chance. Yeah, he did. Monreal's playing striker. Good job for Monreal. God, what is uh, I mean, happening seriously, there? What do, we, what do we make Arsenal? The fixtures are great. They're getting some new shiny toys in. Mickett's really cheap. The fixtures cheap. are terrible, but they get great starting game they get 29. Great. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're Soon. really bad right now. Yeah. But like, what do you look? Because I'm seeing a lot of people talking about Aubameyang, like jumping early on, them and, on him and stuff. And they're a fucked up mess. But the players' prices are pretty kind. I mean, defensively, other than Montreal scoring goals every game, like they haven't kept a clean sheet in a minute. Yeah, their, so, their defense is atrocious, and I don't want anyone on it. I just don't know. I don't think I've owned, I've owned Ramsey for like a few weeks this season. I usually own at least one Arsenal player in my team throughout the whole season somewhere in the years past. But I keep finding myself drawn to Arsenal. Like when I go to the transfer thing, like one of the first things I do is I click on Arsenal. I just scan the players like all the time. Why is that? Are, are they? Is it like a sheep, a wolf in sheep's clothing? What is it? <laughs> wolf in sheep's clothing. I think that yeah. that means something, but I don't really know what it means. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm interested in Mkhitaryan. He's got a good price. Obviously, Aubameyang is so fucking good, and I'm interested there. But I don't know. This is kind of like blanket statement for most of the guys, most of the new transfers and deadline day deals is like, I just want to see it in action. Like I've, I've said this on repeat for a while now, and it was one of my lessons learned from last season, but there's not really that much to gain from getting on a guy before everyone else gets on a guy. Like if if Aubameyang comes in and just like goal and assist in his next game, there's going to be like, 0.1% 0.1% of Arsenal fans who owned him, and they're like, oh, I'm fucking flying, I told you. But then everyone else will just get him, and it doesn't really matter, and you don't gain that much from it. Yeah. I don't know where he's going to play. Like He could play on the wing, but he hasn't played on the wing in like five years. Uh, he could play down the middle, and like Lacazette's just benched, I guess. or I don't know. I mean, still the guy that attracts me the most is Ozil, because... He's, he's just like, expensive. He's expensive, but he's like the best like number ten in the world. There's like no one like him, you know. And yeah. he's just he's just involved like- in everything. Like if their team with Mkhitaryan and Oba just if they just start scoring a lot of goals, then he'll just consistently return that throughout that whole period. But yeah, I don't know. Mkhitaryan, I guess, is the biggest monitor. But you know, he didn't even start yet, so I'm not really interested. 
Okay. So I, you, you want to give it a few more games away for these couple tough fixtures to pass and then reassess yeah. kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, I feel like if I get anyone from Arsenal, it'd be starting Game Week 29. Okay. I mean, I think Mkhitaryan is a very reasonable transfer in right now just because really? of his price. Yeah, I mean, his price, I, I think he's going to start next game. I feel like he just wanted to like bring him off the bench that first game, and then he's just going to be starting for the rest of the season. I feel like he has a lot, he has a lot to prove, and... I just think he's you know he's going to be playing an attacking position. He usually has good underlying stats when he starts, and it's not going to be arsed with having to play defense. So I just think at his price, you know, it's not going to break your back if he puts up a couple duds or whatever. But whereas, like, if you're spending nine change on Ozil, like, you need him to be performing. Yeah, like, I just you can don't, fit in with you can home fit Everton in at Spurs, home City, and a guy that we've pretty much never seen play for Arsenal. I don't yeah. know. I'm I'm not there. I think it's a really premature move. Like I'd r- much rather get Walcott in right now that, if if you're in the same range. That's fair. I'm not going to disagree with that, but I still am not going to like stump against bringing McTarian right now. If you're an Ars cast and you want to you want to get him, I'm fine with that move. But in terms of Obi, I'm definitely with you. It's so suspect about how that he's in a lineup and set up. So, 105 again. It's that's a premium price. Like you don't want to be paying premium price for uncertainty to me. Right. So, and I I mean it's see. like mo- a lot of people now I'm far from the only one are lined up with Kane Kuhn. It's like where does Aubameyang fit into that picture? <laughs> you know, I don't yeah, I don't see a world where he does. No, it's insane. So, I don't know, we'll have to see. I don't know. They're, I mean, their whole Monterey- fucking, their whole business is a fucking mess, dude. Okay. I think they're just such a mess right now. I like okay. all these yeah, you- transfers I, I'm down on. Yeah, I'm not down on ours. I'm up on ours. I feel like they're going to figure it out, and I think they're going to go on a nice little bingy run soon. And I think they're going to finish the season really strong. I just feel like on paper their team is a little bit silly now with these, no, these kind of names really in there. Good. The, the reason I'm down is because they're in sixth place. They have a, a fucking negative percent chance of making the top four at this point, having to leapfrog two of Spurs... Liverpool, Chelsea, or United, something like that. And they're getting all these guys at the like post-prime of their career. And I don't know, Wenger's probably going to go soon. I don't know, I just feel like it's a weird time to spend a ton of money, like a ridiculous amount of money on like 28 and 29-year-olds when you're probably not going to be in the Champions League next year. And, uh, you know, I don't know, I just don't get it. <sighs> you know, they're like pretty far behind at this point. No, I, know. I just don't want to get deep into Arscast. Me but... neither. You started. Oh, God, dude. Oh, God, bro. Well, Fuck, let's bro. go to Theo. I mean, we're talking about Theo. Theo Walcott, huge friend of the pod. <laughs> <We've> been, <laughs> we talk about him regularly for every season except this season, basically. But he's off to a fucking flying start. Two starts, three returns. I mean, he's a sexy boy. He looks good in blue. He's sorted he out his look whole. Good in blue. He looks yeah, really he, good it's, in blue. It just suits him. He's sorted out his whole mess. His beard, hair situation looks a lot cleaner now. Over on Merseyside, they've got a really, really good fixture against Arsenal coming up, and then a nice run as well after that. So seven two was a little suspect. Wanted to see how he'd bet in, and you know Everton are far from a free scoring team, but they finally got some good 
good guys in the squad today. You know, they had Siggy Waza, him, and you know Coleman's back overlapping on the right, very into that idea. Uh, a lot, a lot of trouble for defenses to deal with down that flank. Seven two, you know, I think he's probably going to be a double or triple riser this week. Um, yeah, I mean, he already rose right. tonight. So, oh yeah, okay. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, the price is right. It's it's. He, I was nervous that he maybe had lost a step just because I haven't seen him in a year, but it looks like he's doing all right. It's two games, small sample size, but again, you know, the fixtures are good and the price is right, so it's a good place to punt. I mean, I think it's he's a very, very good buy right now. Yeah, the fixtures are incredible. I wish the stats were a little bit better, but that's just Everton, you know? It's yeah, like, yeah. He barely has shots, he barely has chances created, but the shots he has taken are like point blank, incredible big chances, and same with the the I think just one chance he's created was just like a tap in chance. So that's them. They're countering. They're finding space. Like Siggy Rooney, good deliveries and stuff like that. And his like you forget, but like every time he gets minutes, he returns. Yep. In his For his whole his whole career whole career. So like if he just starts playing ninety every week, which it seems like he obviously is going to do, he's like their best player already. He just has that pedigree. It's like what we talked about with Arnie last week, how there's like no one else in the price bracket with the pedigree and the positioning and everything. And just like, yeah, here he is. Yeah, and I mean, it's also with, you know, Rooney, everyone, you know, he's divisive. But if there is one thing that he can do, it's slot someone in behind a defense on a run. Same with Siggy. You know, he's got those ball players in midfield that yeah. could maybe get him in behind. So, yeah, I think his future is bright. It's good to see that he hit the ground running. Um, I, th- I mean, I, yeah, I think he's a fantastic player. Really I think pick, yeah. all of a sudden, you know, with Lingard starting today, even though United were a fucked up mess like usual, but Lingard starting today in that kind of six price region, like we lost Arnie last week, but there are some mid price midfielders popping up, um, as well as budget strikers, which I think we'll, we'll touch on soon. But it's a, it's a good time to be in that bracket. So, yeah, and, all, yeah, you know, and Arnie, even Arnie will be back in like two weeks probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he comes back and goes right back to number nine where he should be, then suddenly maybe we're looking at three heavies up top again. I don't know. You could do that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of teams now that are Firmino, Kane, Aguero, yeah, and they're yeah. not struggling. No, that's very. I mean, with Salah, Sterling, those three up top, and then two budget, like back to the more vanilla three four three, traditional three three four three. You could still have you know Alonzo Jones and. You know, three guys around the four or five five region. Yeah, it seems, and, seems good. Yeah, it's, it seems good. It's just, it's hard. It's so hard to keep up with the shifting sands of FPL every week. It seems like every two game weeks, there's a new best formation or something. It's fucking mind fucks. Yeah, and guys, and especially like, there's so many transfers this January that it's just someone else is going to pop up next week and we're going to have to be like, fuck, like this guy's really good and change formation again, you know? Or maybe yeah. that's Laporte, or, you know, whatever. Yeah, Laporte 5-5 five, five is just insane to me that they didn't put him in at 6. I cannot fathom that. Yeah, so the Bodker replacement thread, the Christensen replacement thread is like basically Laporte, VVD. If you don't already have 3-City. Yeah, if you don't already have 3-City and don't already have... Jones, because he's still, even though he got negative points today, he's still very, very good guy. It's probably like as short as Laporte and VVD, I feel like, but I'd go Laporte every single time. Yeah, I don't think that's too close. I, th- I mean, City's 
defense I trust a lot more. I also think you throw Smalling's name in there because who yeah, Bayou seems fair. like he's Bayou's nowhere near coming back. And Smalling's only a five three. Um I really like him. I think he's flying under the radar a lot. Um I th- yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean you don't where you don't need to go too far. You don't have to overthink things too much. Just get get the guys on the good teams, like getting someone like McGuire is just overthinking it to me, just looking at yeah. the fixtures. You know you don't you don't want a player on like Leicester, even though they're a little bit more of a monster on set pieces when you can get someone on the top four side, you know. So it's pretty simple, I think. Yeah, right? do more it's safe to assume that Laporte's probably just straight in, right? They're not even, spend, even though Stones yeah. is ill today, you know. Yeah, it's just like they spent all that fucking money on him. What are yeah, they like going to break the him? record on him? He's left-footed. They kept, they kept it clean today. The thing that dra- further drives it home is that, for me at least, is that Stones was out for a long time. He came back. He was fucking horrible, so bad for three consecutive non-clean sheets. Then he gets ill on the same day they make like their record transfer, and Laporte comes in and it's just clean, tidy, easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would feel I would feel comfortable buying him this week. Laporte. Yeah. yeah. What about Liverpool defense in in just overall, not just VVD? And Ross Watson on Twitter asks, "Who's the best Liverpool defender?" I want VVD, but I don't know what's going on. And there's like, and we've been how long have we been shouting like Gomez and Rabo as just like insane budget options that are good buys, and neither of us have them, but. I don't know. They just keep kind of starting and titting, you know. Yeah, I mean, Moreno started a couple games ago, so I I don't know. It's just they have. It's the same thing with the center backs. Like they well, have, Moreno only started in the cup, and yeah. then it was like he was bad, and Liverpool were bad, and then Rabo was just like boom, right back in. Clean. Yeah, I mean Robertson. I don't think he had a particularly good game against Huddersfield by any stretch of the imagination, but he has does seem to have made that spot his own. We know that he likes to rotate Trent in in like some easier games to give Gomez a breather. You know, Gomez is still very young. Yeah, and Champions League is close. Champions League is close coming up, so I have to see how he manages that. But I mean, I think Harrius at this point is the best defender to own, just because he said he's first choice. He's four eight. You know, he's really cheap. Van Dyke is just trading with kid gloves. I'm just, I'm, in, it's, I'm a little nervous. Like he's five five. I don't. I, I think Liverpool's defense is fine, but when you have viable options almost a million less like i'd rather go there so i think gomez is maybe like if i was to get a defender that would probably be my tip right now i just think that robertson for whatever reason i, I feel like moreno is really good yeah moreno was having yeah. his best season in a liverpool shirt up until the injury and I think like he's a lot closer to Robertson, in, you know, in my estimation, than like Gomez is to Trent. Like yeah, Trent's just that's like fair, I think Trent's like fourteen years old, so yeah, and he's very inexperienced and yeah, not a great defender. Yeah, yeah. so it's yeah, a, the it's thing a with tough situation. is like they're saying illness, but uh, in the post match, he also mentioned fitness, which to me is very concerning. I mean, like VVD basically played like I don't know, like five games, ten games over the course of a year because he got injured in the middle of last season and then didn't play that much for Southampton this season. And it's like, yeah, I mean, we shouldn't be that surprised that he's not, like, match fit and not hitting the ground completely running. And we looked just a lot more calm in the games that he hasn't started since he's arrived, you know? I still think he's going to be a great defender for us, but I don't know. He's just taking time to bet him in. It's a lot of new shit to learn all at once, especially when you're not fit. 
Yeah, I mean, club system is a little seems a little bit complex from like the player standpoint about where they're supposed to be going and everything. But yeah. I, I would like to know. I, I mean, I just it's manager speak to say fitness, whatever. But like, I would like to know what that means because he's a fucking center back. That's like saying a right, goalie's right, not right, fit. Right. Like if yeah, you're he's not, not injured, up and down. Yeah. If you're not actually injured, then no center back in world football should not be able to play like two games in a week. So I don't understand what that means. If that's, he's just protecting him because yeah, he's, he's not picking up the tech. Yeah. So whatever it is, I mean, yeah, I think it's a huge red flag. Like you mentioned, it's just, he's been a little bit all over the shop too. I've been just, Five five's a lot, you know, and yeah, you know, he lot. missed the it's game, so he has the attacking know? intent, but it's a yeah. lot. It's still yeah, it's, a lot. Yeah. So for that reason, I'd rather just go to Gomez, probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah, point I eight's right. a lot. Like that's no, yeah, a lot of I money. I think it's right, and and yeah. Liverpool is not on the level of like City, United, Chelsea for claims. No, exa- yeah, no. And I mean, like we said, like Laporte. I would take Laporte over any of these players. Not yeah, those. Laporte is just. I mean, I still fucking Danilo. Like Laporte's coming in. Yeah, Laporte's super. I just spilled water all over myself. It was a good job by me. Okay, keep this in so everyone knows. Continue the shambles. Absolutely keeping this in. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, we gotta go United, right? Yeah, I mean they're bad. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to I can't wait to read all the Reddit comments after we go through United right now about United fuckboys saying that we're assholes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you have to say about them? They they got completely destroyed in every facet of the game today from Spurs. I mean, it was complete dismantling. Yeah, like it was embarrassing. It was a good team versus a bad team. I was I was like, as the game was unfolding, I was just like watching. After Spurs have repeatedly looked awful in top four matchups all season, for them to do something like that to United today was was just completely shocking to me. Um, I mean, it's so funny that we're seeing we were seeing so many people talking about like bringing in Alexis before yeah, last the game. Pod, we talked about that, yeah, yeah. Before the game, everyone's like, "Oh, can't wait!" Like Alexis, like these are my transfers this week. I haven't seen one person say that shit since the fucking game. Ended. Yeah, I like mean, he. There was that tweet. I don't know if you saw. I retweeted it about like his stats for his debut, but it was. You know, dribble. He got dribbled by more than any other player in the pitch. Dispossessed more than any Manchester United player. Like bad pass percentage. Like he was. No one on Man United played well. They were all fucking terrible. And I said it before the game to you. I think we were just texting before the game. But you know, as someone who owns De Gea and Jones, when I saw the double pivot in their four two three one being Pogba and Matic, I was just like, that is very troubling to me because like Pogba can't do that shit and doesn't work that hard defensively and doesn't want to do defensive work. And that's what happened. And the midfield just got completely destroyed and they got run over. Yeah, I mean, I think you put a fair blame of the loss on Mo. I think you're completely spot on. It was very clear that the midfield battle was completely lopsided to Spurs' favor, which also says a lot because... Erickson usually doesn't play in these games. I mean, like, he plays, but he doesn't play. Yeah. They still have Dyer in the team, and we know how fucking awful Dyer is. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, Dembele, obviously a fantastic player, maybe my favorite player on Spurs' team. And, I'll, I mean, Ali played pretty well, to be fair. Yeah, he was Granted, good. he, yeah, I mean, he had some, you know, he, he always loses in the final third with some mad mm-hmm. shit. But yeah, in general, I mean, he was, was winning. was a complete, like, joke, but, yeah, yeah. he was good. He was dangerous. But, yeah, I mean, he was winning balls. He was giving them some things to think about. But, I mean, it was a very impressive performance for Spurs as well. They were up for the game. They played full 90. You know, they didn't let off the the pedal, the gas pedal. Wow. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, Spurs Liverpool next week is very good. Yeah, I mean the one thing that Man United have in their locker is I mean there's no better team to play after a game like this than fucking Wagner Huddersfield Nightmare Fest. So oh yeah, oof, that's, that's gonna good, be but, a bloodbath. Yeah, yeah, but so, Alex, I, I mean, so Alexis in. <laughs> no, I, definitely not Alexis. In. I he's know, so but he's probably he's gonna just score so like two goals I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand. Like unless if you're moving like Hazard, who I would still get KDB over Alexis. Five thousand percent, not even close. Like I just don't understand it. And then when you spend transfers just for like one week captaincy punts and shit, it's no, just it's it doesn't good. work. But uh, we were Lingard is starting to get. He subbed off early again today. His maybe his spot's a little bit in question. Maybe you want to see to I make think sure it he continues. Is always to start. a little bit in question. The same yeah. with Martial and all those guys because I don't know. None of them are that great. Like they're all very very inconsistent and can look. Really good and can look really bad on any given day. So I feel like they're always threatened to rotate. But yeah, I mean, if I think piggybacking off what you were about to say, it's just like if he keeps starting in this attacking role on a top four team at that price, there's just you can't beat that value. Yeah, I mean, six three is still just ridiculous. Yeah. So we'll see. And what I mean, United fixtures again. You know, they have Huddersfield and they have Newcastle. It's a little mixed bag. They have Chelsea and Liverpool coming up, but. I can't read them for fixtures anyway. Like, yeah, me they're neither. They're such I don't, a fucking weird team. Yeah, I hear you. I hear like you. they want to be one thing, and Mourinho wants them to do a completely different thing. Yeah, they're sk- very schizo. Sim- I feel like similar to Spurs. It's just you never know what team's going to show up on a given day. Like if they're going to four nil or if they're going to struggle to a one nil. Right. right. So it's a tough. Team. It's a tough place to buy. Yeah, but I wouldn't get rid of Lingard, right? I mean, like no. Luda messaged yeah, no, in no, what no. to do with Lingard. I mean. I'm just happy if I'm a Lingard only. I'm just, I'm just happy he started. Yeah, I if he was dropped for any game, I would probably transfer him out immediately. Yeah, immediately. Because you don't know if that's a sign of things to come or if he, Mo is going to start doing some mad rotating shit. But yeah, it's I think interesting you, hold, you say Mo. You I always say Moo. Moo. Yeah, I don't know. Mourinho, <laughs> fucking tax cheating. Fuck him and Glenn Murray. <laughs> um. Everyone wants to talk about defense. There's a lot of, I mean, aside from just Christensen, there's also a lot of guys benched. There's like Kenny and I don't know, other fucking guys. Like Jess on Twitter wrote in and said, defense, why bother? They're all shit. And Jabron James on Slack said, with Bodker dead, what's the best way to get in the Chelsea back line? And Marsali wants cheap, cheap guys to replace Kenny with. And everyone's just freaking out because there are like basically no cleans this week. Yeah, cleans from you know non-top four sides have been really tough to pick the last five or six game weeks. I think more so than ever in FPL recent memory in the last yeah. few years. I think. I mean, yeah. you know, we always seem to have those kind of bottom ten sides that emerge as like good home rotatable guys who are keeping cleans and shit, but just like hasn't happened. Um, yeah, I mean, lately. it was a little bit for Burnley. It was a little bit for Brighton. Those are, yeah. but those days very are long over gone. now. Yeah, that's been a, it's been a while. Um, which is why it's kind of like you don't want to really be in that bracket. Like if you're starting more than one budget defender any given week, you're going to be having a tough time making up points for those spots on your team. But I mean, yeah, Kenny definitely completely non-option now with Coleman back. That's not even a question. He's got to go if you own him. And then you know, a lot of us still have West Ham defenders. I don't know if anyone held on to Masuaku. who's going to be out for a while, but. 
What do you see? I mean, I, Swansea look like they've been doing all right. I was going to bring up Swansea. Yeah. And for exactly that kind of replacement level of like Kenny, Agbana, everything. I yeah. mean, it's almost like how we were talking about earlier in the season with like the seven mil midfielders and how you just kind of want to always be jumping from one guy to another guy. It feels a lot worse to use transfers like that on defenders because the point ceiling is so much lower. But like, yeah, I mean, I have Agbana and Duffy. Like, they were guys for a period of time that you could kind of trust but like they're fucking so bad both of them are fucking horrible picks swansea yeah. guys are good like swansea's flying right now like carlos has them titting and i'm interested in them i mean Naughton's still just four five mawson's you know you don't really want to spend five oh on that you know on a really bad team but he it does have the attacking returns i don't know they're good they're like pretty good fernandez four four yeah, Swansea, definitely. I mean, the fixtures are pretty good. Um, another team I'm looking at is Watford. Um, Gracia is a pretty defensive-minded manager. Um, the, the price bracket of the players is also right right in there around 4-5. Um, it's a little bit sketchy in his first game. They still have like some injuries, the center backs and stuff, to see, maybe give it a couple games to see who his first choice back four is. But they have a lot of really good home fixtures for the rest of the season. Like like almost all of their home games from here on out are all like very cleanable, like bottom fifteen or so in that region. Like like from fifteenth place in the table around there is yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Um so I depending on if you're rotating two for one spot or something like that, I think Wofford's definitely somewhere that they could keep some cleans the rest of the season. Um I think there's some value there in Wofford. It's funny because it's just such a stark contrast between Silva. It's like he comes in and their first game's a nil-nil with Stoke. It's just yeah. a much, much different team. There were not a lot of nil-nils prior to that. But Yeah, and, yeah, and I mean, I think Matt Bauer Marsali also. got the Mariapa clean at 4.1. <laughs> That's insane, insanely lucky that he comes right back in today. I think Bauer, too, 4-5, like he's obviously starting, starting for Stoke and... You know, they have some pretty decent fixtures. Like in the immediate term, they get a little bit tougher, but he's a punt. Manager bounce is fucking real. Yeah, it's always real. But it's like so real because there's just been so many sackings this year. And every yeah. single manager that's come in, except for like Bob Bradley, is just flying. Yeah, Bob Bradley did not fly. It's just like crazy. Like they all come in, they all tighten the defense, they all pick up points and like get out of the relegation zone. It's and just like this got, weird cycle. And then they got fired on like their 25th game managing or something. Oh, they're definitely going to all get year. fired next year. Like all yeah. of these guys who are doing well right now. It's crazy. And then I think last place is Leicester, like Chilwell 4-3. I mean, they, they keep clean sometimes. I don't know. I'm, They've I'm been still... really good recently. We shouted them yeah. last week because they had three cleans in a row. But, I mean, Chilwell only started two of the three cleans. And then he started today and he was... One million percent at fault for the first Theo goal. He really fucked up badly. So I don't know. Maybe it's a little too sketchy to get him in. Yeah, I mean Simpson's seemingly back, but he hasn't gotten into the team yet. You know, Dragovich is a little bit expensive. Maguire's very expensive, and the Morgans hurt. So it's tough to buy in back there. But yeah. Leicester have as good of fixtures as any team in the league for the rest of the season. So. Yeah, Drago at four nine. I mean, it might be just worth it. Yeah, maybe, but he called. But has he been playing right back, or has he been playing center back for Morgan? Center back and um, what's his name? Amarte at right back. Well, yeah, Dragovich. Yeah, 
Yeah, it could do. And it's 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 so refreshing when like a good manager like Puel comes in and he doesn't just start Morgan because he's like old and the legend of the team and won the title, or whatever. He's just like, I don't see Puel as the type of guy. It's like Morgan's fit. Okay, immediately drop Dragovich, even though we look a lot better with Dragovich in the side. Yeah. You know, well, he was starting him when he came initially, but he's gotten hurt. So yeah. Yeah, we'll see if he comes back in. But, I mean, I think that's about it. Is there anything missing? Do, do you see anything I'm missing here? <sighs> I mean, Everton don't really have anyone in that bracket, right? Like, I guess Martina, but that's insane because he's awful. Yeah, and Kenny's... And what's the deal with Baines? Is he just out for the fucking season? Probably. And if he gets a lower body injury, that's as good of a... I mean, he hasn't <laughs> played since game week 13. That's as good as a six-month injury as you'll find. Yeah, so then, I mean, I guess... Yeah, Kuko's not good, but... He should be nailed at the left back spot. There's really no one else. Yeah, I mean he's started every ninety since Bands has been. Oh, God, but do you want Mark? Do you want to look at Martina's name in your team? I definitely don't. I mean, I'd rather look at it at this point than Christensen, Duffy, or Ugbana. So yes, I really <laughs> want to look at Kuka Martinez's name. <laughs> Fucking kill me. But yeah, the other guys are too expensive. All right, cheap defenders in. I, yeah. But at the same time, it's just like maybe go back to three four three. Yeah, but then know. there's also Liverpool that we just talked about, and it's like yeah, who has Robbo and Gomez both? Yeah, you're gonna pay you four wanna... nine for Drag, or you're gonna get four seven for Gomez or Robbo. It seems a lot better. Yeah, like as long as you have five playing defenders, you want to take a little bit of a risk there to get the Liverpool players if you have cover, you know? Right. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's talk cheap cheap strikers too because we have fucking Callum Wilson is just jerking off and jizzing on everything. He's and like then, he's like the original soup. Like when they came up, he started so hot, and then he's just been injured for like three consecutive seasons, majority of it. He's flying again, flying. I mean, he's really back. He's his returns lately are incredible and. They have really good fixtures. They have Stoke, Cuttersfield, Newcastle, Leicester coming up. He's back. I mean, he's 5'8". He's back, and Ibe is fucking good. Like, they're just good. It's the kind of thing where I think we're starting to maybe see a little bit of a shift from, whereas previously we're preferring defenders in that, like, 6 million and under region. Now, you know, you have Wilson available there. So, like, if you could double swap into Wilson and change formation and start him every week instead of... A defender, I mean, that's that's viable. Um, yeah. It's a great way to make funds if you're in like the mid-price bracket and you want to do some little, some little fuckery. Wilson's good. And Chaz is going to be back soon, too, I think. Oh, I forgot about Chaz. How could you forget about Chaz? I don't know. He Like Guy said today, a resident Southampton fan on Slack, he was like, he abandoned us when we needed him most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like, uh, uh, his, ham- his hamstring abandoned everyone. When yeah, his lack of knees abandoning everything. And then the violent <laughs> conduct abandoning everyone also. Yeah, well, that was just for the lulls. You yeah. knew he was going to get injured anyway, so it's just whatever. <laughs> so there's, there's Callum. There's also Jordi Ayew back to Swansea. Yep. Yeah. And he's just—I had him for a long time because he just plays ninety every week, pretty much, and he's just like a solid guy. But he's been returning lately. I have to say, I don't really believe it as much with Jordy, not nearly as much as with Callum. Um, the stats are, like less the stats are very, very bad, and they're much less attacking. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. But you know, five-two, you could do a lot worse. Yeah, I just don't he's want to a, start think- Jordy Ayew every week where I'm comfortable starting Callum every week. 
Yeah, like if you have him in some type of strange like rotation with the defense, I don't know, something like that's okay, but I still think he's okay. I mean, he is like he's scoring he's definitely some goals okay. Lately. Like here's the thing with Jordi I like when I watch Swansea and I watch majority of Arsenal Swansea and Liverpool all Swansea I watch the whole thing like he looks really good. He's like eye tests like <laughs> off the charts. Like he looks like such a good player. That's why he's so good on bonus like his dribbles, he wins the ball back, he works his fucking ass off always, all the time. I just don't think he's that good for FPL, is my point. Okay. Like, he just barely shoots and pretty much creates no chances, even though yeah, he looks so. great. Yeah, but, you know, he's got a few goals the last few game yeah. weeks, so he's he's doing it a little I bit. I mean, when you play against Petter of Czech, then you're going to, he's going <laughs> to give you something on a fucking yeah. silver platter. You just got to finish is, it. Czech is so bad. Um... Do you also looks to be Paul Lambert's preferred choice? He is also very cheap, five uh, four. Don't love him as a player, but he's just a name to look at. Yeah. And then the the ass came back in today for Everton, dude. And he's fucking. Yeah, I still he missed the fucking sitter, but yeah. I, know. I still fucking have that fuck. You have him? Yeah, dude. I've had him forever. <laughs> That's amazing. I thought you dealt with it at some point. No, I, I have never dealt with it. I've had him for I've had him for almost three months now. Just I love that. I mean, he's just chilling so hard on my team and. They got rid of Sandra Ramirez. They're starting to clean house a little bit. It looks like Waz is definitely going to be in midfield. And, I mean, Calvert-Lewin is a fucking piece of shit. So I don't know how Tosun they buy. I mean, Sam clearly hates Jenk. Like, he was so... He could not have said less good things about the player <laughs> when they bought him in the press than he did. Like, it was a ridiculous thing. So, and the ass could be a thing. I mean, he's a 4-8, which is ridiculous. That's free. Yeah, it's, he's a free free player, basically. But. You could start the ass and Ibe. Combine nine six and just like have the most premium everywhere else ever. Yeah, it's just there. It's such a weird shift right now where there's so many budget players who you could reasonably create like a lot of heavies in your team and then have actual real budget guys on the peripheries. Yeah, people are talking wildcard because of all of these reasons and all the new transfers and all that shit. People are getting really edgy. Yeah, I mean, I still hate wild carding. <laughs> wild carding the doubles is just every year it brings us up like just so much. Yeah, like, it's yeah. just it's like so a fifty k rise if you're hundred k. Yeah. 100K, yeah. Um, um, another guy to throw triggers? in the mix is obviously much more expensive, but Sturridge. Uh, I mean, uh, in there's a world where he gets fitness, and in that world, he's obviously their by far best player in West Brom's history. And he'll probably score a goal every other game because that's what he always does. Yeah, we have to like kind of see world, it first, but that yeah. world is few and far between. World. But he's been pretty much fit all year. <laughs> Klopp just doesn't <laughs> like him. What? What are you talking he's about? Been he's been fit most of the season. All year. He's played like thirteen minutes all year. I know, but that's because Klopp <laughs> what really are, doesn't like him. Like he's been on the bench a lot. He's subbed on a lot. And he just, I don't know, he just got fucked off, I think. Dude, he's played in like eight eight games all year. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, if Surge is fit, I mean, 7-9 is a lot for a West Brom striker for sure, but you know, Pardew's a fucking attacking manager. and Very attacking, not, yeah. It's not like, oh, fuck, he's so expensive, but I, I feel like he's a brace away from just being a huge bandwagon. So That's the thing. And yeah, they have good so, fixtures, and it's like, that's all he needs is like just one start and he where he doesn't limp off and he scores a brace and it's just like okay like 
insane value right there. Surge. Yeah, I mean, he's seven nine now, but a couple seasons ago he was like 11, and he has the skills. So we'll have to see if he stays fit, but definitely one to monitor, I think. It's very interesting to see what Sturridge will be able to do for West Brom. It's so weird that there's a it's, world where... Daniel Sturridge gets loaned from Liverpool to the like twentieth place team in the league in West Brom. Yeah, dude. West Brom just looking at their player page on FPL, they have like eighty three players on their team. Yeah, they have way too many players. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. Okay. Um. Anything else? I mean, Jamie two point oh on Slack said, out of all the January transfers, who are you looking to get in above anyone else? Like, who's really tickling you? Other than, I guess. Mick, anyone? Do you not even no, want to talk about it? N- no, I mean, not really. I-, I like the tried and true options. Actually, we didn't talk about Giroud. I think, I mean, A2, it's a little bit interesting. Morata out. I think he's going to slot in really well for Chelsea. He's exactly what they need at that number nine. I think that he's like good hold up, like I good target man. I completely agree. So he's an interesting, but I'm just worried when Morata's back, it's like, is Morata going to just go back to being on the bench like he has done his whole career? I mean, he's been, he started off hot. Lost form was really bad lately, but Giroud at 8-2 for Chelsea is is very interesting if he starts getting a consistent run of starts. And he seems like, you know, they were in for Dzeko. They wanted a target man so bad they were after fucking Peter Crouch. So Giroud just seems to fit what Conte wants so much. And yeah, I, I just, just imagine like, him playing yeah. off of Hazard's really nice, so... That's an interesting one for me. Yeah, the flicks and the hold-up and the aerial Scorpion. prowess. I just feel like he, all of the things that Morata's done this year, Giroud does them better. Yeah, I agree. Like, so, yeah, that's that's one we haven't mentioned, I think. He's yeah, we have not talked about him. I mean, I think Laporte's probably my, my favorite option right now. If I were to buy yeah. someone right now, like yeah. that's who I would tip. I mean, straight in at 5-5 five, five on city defense is the kind of thing that we've been... I mean, we were waiting for two months for Stones to come back. He's 5-5, five, five, so... They made I mean, a of course, big mistake on the pricing. Big mistakes. Should absolutely have been six million. Not even close. No question. Should have been six. I wouldn't especially, have been surprised if six five. Especially because he wasn't in the game before yeah, the team sheet was after out. he was starting. So for him to come straight in, get picked in the first eleven in the league, like two days after showing up, then the price in five five is pretty indefensible. I would like some. I mean, obviously, there's no transparency. FPL is the most corrupt organization in the world, but I would like some transparency on just the thinking. Like, give me like. Two paragraphs about why you think that's a reasonable price because it's, yeah. it's, it's not. It's not. They just. It's, it's incorrect. It's probably it's, just like Stones English bias, and they want to price them close to Stones or something. But I mean, it's just they just broke the record for this guy who Pep has been obsessed with for a long ass time. He's straight yeah. in. Yeah, it's just. I mean, Ottomendi rose. Ottomendi rose to like six five, six six, whatever he is now. Because they're, you know, I mean, those they mispriced the defenders at the beginning of the season, sort of the center backs. I guess they had like a few. They didn't know who's going to be starting and shit. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, I mean, because the thing is, it's like when a new player comes in the game and the price, like they shouldn't be incentivized to price a player where every single person wants to get that player. Yeah, that's that's not the contrary. Yeah, that's the opposite of what should be happening. Like it should be a difficult decision. Like a bombing at ten five. Like if he came in at nine, be like, okay, I'm fucking putting him in immediately. Yeah, like that's stupid. He's cheaper. Yeah, it's stupid. So anyway, little rant there. Whoa. Yeah, I'm. There's a lot of guys I'm interested, but like I said earlier, I'm kind of more wait and see. Except for Laporte, I totally agree. I think Kennedy is. I'm very interested in. I mean, like probably not. Looking for him to be a starter in my side every team, it's very much a luxury transfer. But like, I still have RLC. I wish that was fucking Kennedy. Like, he comes in 
in his first game, hits the post on a world, he draws a pen, gets an assist, like you know, gets two bones. Like he's really good. I've always liked him when he when he would come in and like deputize for Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, four seven's a good show. It's just the the main problem is that he plays for Newcastle now. Yeah, and it, that's why I say it's such a luxury transfer because yeah. you don't you don't mm-hmm. really want to start that every week. Yeah, regardless. Yeah, yeah, and then like I guess Southampton too. It's like JWP is fucking another little tidy haul today. He's been doing pretty good lately. Little soup. Yeah, I mean, soup he's only all five. Over the place. He's only five now. I mean, he had eighty at the brace a couple game weeks ago. I mean, it's tough. He's relying on set pieces so much, but he's been playing. I mean, he's starting. He's, he's five. It's in that price bracket. But there's nothing like relying on set pieces when playing Brighton in the same week. Fuck. Just auto auto return. All right, let's uh, let's go on. Huh? Is there yeah, anything yeah. missing? Let's go to let's go to captains. Let's go to caps. All right, all right. So let's go to captains. Um, man, that was a lot of shit. There's more shit, but there's just too much shit to talk about. Yeah. <sighs> busy, busy period. Um, so who are you looking at captain wise? I think it's a really difficult captain week. Um, yeah, Liverpool playing Spurs is. Very tough. Yeah, I, I would if I had Aguero, I would stick with him, but I don't. I think he's probably my favorite captaincy option. Burnley are just bad now. I feel like their season's over and they're on the beach, kind of. Yeah, it's exactly what we said last week. Yeah. That's it, and so, it's the same fucking thing as last year. They're just a yeah. fucking bad team. Yeah, they they just they just have a bunch of grunts, like they're a bunch of Deitch grunts. Um, yeah. I, I I think Aguero's my favorite pick again this week. Don't own him, so you know United have Huddersfield. I just also don't own any of their attackers, nor would I trust any of them with the armband. Um, so I mean, I probably gonna stick with Salah. Yeah, it is a really tough week. You you wouldn't consider like Raz. I mean, I, not really. Yeah. I feel like I mean I didn't watch any of the city game today. Um, I watched short highlights. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch extended later, but yeah, I'll watch match of the day later. I mean, I just feel like he's been off the boil. I, he had a really good chance that he fucked up. Yeah, he missed it I, by a fucking inch. Yeah, you know? yeah, he just mishit it. But he also got I, two assists. Yeah, he, yeah, I know that's true. I, I will look at Raz. I'll give Raz a, a long, hard look just because I do see goals in like the Liverpool Spurs game. But every time we fucking like objectively speaking, looking at it with what I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, it's going to be open. It's going to be high tempo, like high lines, a lot of running behind, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But sometimes these games are just like shit fuck in the middle third. And it doesn't happen. Like I never feel good captaining a player when it's like a really tough matchup. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause it's just the variance that you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Liverpool could win four one, Spurs could win four one, or it could be nil nil. Those yeah, are but, likely. All of those yeah. are likely. <laughs> but like I don't think it's likely that City will score less than three goals. So yes, I mean maybe I I'll maybe I'll yeah. So maybe I will go over to Razzie Boy. I'll see. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look at some more stats and stuff. Cause it was like also with Sterling because he's kinda went off the boil at the same time that Sane started to pick up before Sane's injury. And it kind of seemed to me that like they were switching roles a little bit more, and like Sane was like a little bit more of a focal point in the attack, and like he was shooting a little more yeah. like those few games when he was playing better. Yeah, and Raz yeah. kind of was like drifting around the periphery and not really shooting as and much. Just like lucky to get like an assist in those games. Yeah, yeah. But now with Sane out, like you know, Bilva Bernardo is definitely a little lightweight in the goal department. So 
I mean, besides Kuhn and Raz, it's hard to see where all the goals are going to be coming from. So, yeah, I mean, Sterling's a good show. Didn't really think too much about him. But, yeah, I'm going to I'll look at Sterling. What about yeah. you? What are you looking at? Yeah, I mean, I'm on Kuhn. It's just kind of default. I think it's easy. I mean, it's I think easy. That's an easy I do, pick. I do think. Uh, what did Jason say on that IRL pod? <laughs> He's like, it's, it's despite it being a fucking fortress, <laughs> like, yeah, it's easy. It's Kuhn. It wasn't the most um, confidence filling performance from him today, just scoring at the absolute like death of the game and like a garbage time goal. But you know. We always say the hat trick potential's there. City should be scoring like two, three goals easily against I mean, he has four, team. Yeah, He has four straight games of return, so Yeah, that's he's, pretty he's, fucking good. Yeah, yeah there's not good, that many other good. guys I like. I mean like I like jokingly, but also I kind of am not joking as like I wouldn't captain him, but Feo against Arsenal in the form he's in, like I feel like players always score against their former clubs like that. You know, like it's Arsenal's defense couldn't possibly be worse right now. And just like, man, I just feel like he's got a goal on him 100%. But yeah, that's just such a rogue left field shout. I don't yeah, know. you don't captain that, but like, I don't know, maybe more reason to get him in. I just feel like he's going to be so fucking up for the game against his old team and just, just put it in a fucking performance. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm on Kuhn. I mean, I think yeah, I think Kuhn's just a really safe and and good pick. I, this is why we you, got him, right? I mean, this yeah, is why this people is why who you, got him got him, and he's just yeah, flying right now. Yeah, yeah, he's in great form, and again, I mean, we were we've been really shying away from captaining anyone at Burnley, and I mean, I could come back again, and they just stifle them for a one nil, they lose one nil or something, but. The way Burnley looked just doesn't look like the same Burnley to me. So yeah, they might like get up for the game, but even still, it's still like Phil Bardsley and shit. It's not <laughs> yeah. even like their starters. Yeah, know. I don't know. Okay. Pope in. Pope, fucking genius today. Fucking what a guy. Yeah, ah, Salas. So happy for the lad. He's so fucking good. Yeah, Salah Salah Pen was just so good, and Mane He's, fucking Mane returns Mane great for you. You didn't even mention me. that in the th- at the beginning. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot yeah, that was great for you. I I was against him in the cup. That was scary. Well, still won, so you're fine. And Mane should have had at least one goal, also. Yeah, to go along with it's it. Just it's just shitty that the his chances were falling to his head because you know. He's yeah, not that's like, not his preferred. Yeah, he's like five feet. So even so, though his I mean, hairline yeah. is so far back, you would think he'd he'd put like good contact on it all the time. Like yeah, just like pure like bone and forehead. Yeah, his hair won't like divert it. Yeah, rogue diversions. But Imani's yeah. been great. I mean, he's just it's very steady. Very happy to have him. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he was he was threatening, even though kind of bad. He was very threatening. Um. All right. What about your transfers this week? We have two days before fucking two games. fucking days. Yeah, that's the thing. So I have a mill in the bank that I made on Arnie to Shack, which is always nice. But I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe this is the week I take a hit on defense. I have Christensen and Danilo, and aside from Christensen just being an overall nightmare, horrible human that I hate, he's also not going to play because he also did his fucking hamstring today. And Danilo is not a starter. Although, again, it's like two days rest. Maybe he rotates Jinchenko. I have no idea. I don't want to talk myself into that. Yeah, don't do that to yourself. So maybe I just get rid of both because anytime I start 
Duffy or Agbana, I'm just basically like asking for a red arrow because they're not going to get more than one point. Maybe I'd take a hit and just bring in like Laporte and I don't know, someone else. I'd have five nine to play with if I got rid of both of them for Laporte and someone. So that's a pretty real option. Yeah, that seems good to me. Yeah. It's it's weird to feel good about a hit in defense when I have other defenders who could play, but my other defenders are fucking terrible. Yeah, it's a tough thing because like Bon and Duffy, they play each other, and both of those teams can barely score. So, you know. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, I mean, definitely Christensen's got to go. Yeah, Christensen's got to go. Yeah. Danilo's probably got to go. Well, if you want Laporte, you have to get rid of Danilo because that's, oh, your, third, that's your third Chelsea. Third, so. third City, yeah. I mean, you could just do the Danilo transfer and just leave Christensen on the bench if you decide you don't want to take a hit. Yeah, that might be. That's probably the smart move. It's definitely smarter because realistically, like your attack, you don't need a touch for a while. Yeah, my attack's pretty good. Yeah. So that would be just starting both Ogbana and Duffy again, which feels really bad. But I don't know. Double United, home Huddersfield, and Laporte at Burnley feel like auto clean. So that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I feel like one of West Ham or Brighton will win the game to nil if it's not a nil-nil. Who's good on set pieces for West Ham? Who's going to score against Brighton? Um, like Collins or something. Yeah, Ginger like a, Just like a near post ginger header. Yeah. Easy. one nil one Fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one of them will probably clean. That's a pretty fair shot. Yeah. Um, right. What about you? Probably gonna save this week. Um, I mean, I have Pope. Pope is gonna be a problem soon, but I was gonna start Adrian this week anyway. I think I'm gonna give Dunk another game. I mean, I have point five in the bank, so I could do something about him, but just don't really know. I feel like it's a good week for me to save. I mean, I just took a hit, and I'm thinking about trying to figure out a way to go more towards four five one than five four. One and get rid of downgrade Aspilqueta and upgrade Stevens to someone in like Feo in that bracket. Hmm. Um, seems like that would be a really nice thing for me to do. So um, I might just keep yeah, neither down. of us getting Callum is kind of shitty. Yeah, I mean, I, that's another thing I could do. I mean, I could do Aspil to someone and then get Callum instead of Feo up for for Coiner or something like that, and yeah. then go four four two or something like this. But I'm not just, just like not sure. I'm not really that convinced. There's only two days off. I yeah, I feel it seems like, my like team, a good save. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my team looks okay. Just like with Pope's going to be a concern, and I'm not going to want to have Adrian, so I might have to go there soon. But you know, Alonso and Aspilicueta, they still have a few good games. So like, ideally, I want to like keep them for those, and then do something about Aspilicueta and hold Alonso. But like Walker Jones are good. I mean, my midfield, Mane, Salah, Sterling, Bernardo are all good. Kane's good, so I don't have too many issues. I just like need my guys to get points. So. And it's like good. Also, I feel like for like I've got my players are all on good teams now, except for like Dunk and my goalie. So it feels good to have my like yeah. City, Chelsea, Your overall Liverpool, Spurs, strategy like United is, being, is happening. Yeah, I don't have like the punts on mid-price players, which I like. So that's also part of the reason why I still have like five defenders or whatever because they're cheaper and I can afford them rather than like the Walcotts of the world, but. Maybe do a little shift next pod. We'll see. But yeah, I think I'm going to save. This is always a weird episode, dude, when it's like we record the same night as all of the games. 
We don't even get to watch match of the day. And then the next game week is two days away. So we're just like our immediately like bug mode. Like, are we going to make a move? Everything feels too soon. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just frantic. Like, it's hard to it's process. It's very fucking frantic. With the cup, too, it's just like weird pod, weird time to pod. Yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of meat today to talk about, but yeah, it's just like it always takes like a couple of days after the game weekends to process and kind of like think about everything and digest yeah. the highlights and figure out what, what the best plan of action is and stuff and kind of see where the trends are and what everyone else is doing around the FPL world on other like forums and this and that. So. In the absence of that, it's more free balling. Free yeah, we're totally it. we're free basing today. Free basing, maybe some hits. <laughs> um, all right, let's slap some fucking patron asses. We got two asses to slap. We got Declan McGann and Louis. Huh? Great addition to this. Oh, part. that's Deckers, right? Deckers, fucking Shane Duffy slack picture legend. I absolutely love this guy. Yeah, he's great. He's like. Yeah, Deckard and Blade Runner or something. I just all I mean, about him. More Irish people in Slack is just great. <laughs> and then Luis Mira, who just joined today during the games because he like wanted to get in on the Counter Strike action. Just he's just like I'm fucking in. Like I'll see you there. I'm coming in right now. So yeah, I mean Slack is not just FPL. We we have a lot of interest, a lot of cryptocurrency chat in Slack. Yeah, a lot of like mortgage broker chat and Slack. Yeah, just a lot fucking of everything. gambling. Lot of like you can make money on crypto and then spend it all on gambling on weird sports that no one knows about. Yeah. It's a good way to live. Hey. Check us out at FMLFL.com. Follow on Twitter at FMLFL. Support us at Patreon.com slash FMLFL and cheers.